0: Welcome to the Gospel Everyday podcast, following along with Mariners Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. We've spent the last few episodes talking about the topic of pride, and we're going to continue down that road for a few more episodes, and I'm, I'm really glad that we are able to double click and, and actually triple click on this topic because, you know, pride is one of those sins that is so easy to spot in others, but it's hard to see in yourself, isn't it? I, I mean, I, I just can't tell you how many times I've walked away from a conversation thinking, Oh my gosh! You know that guy is so proud. Uh, he's so prideful. Wow! Just the arrogance, the self reliance, and the more and more that I think and stew, I find myself uh, elevating myself and being totally self absorbed, doing the exact same thing, walking in pride. It's so e- easy to spot pride in others, but it's really hard to, hard to spot it in myself. But in addition to that, here's the other reason why pride. It's so nefarious, right? Not only does it blind us, but in so doing, in so blinding, it leads us to ruin and destruction every single time. You know, I I know some of us, we remember this uh, story that we gained from Greek mythology. It's the story of Icarus, right? Icarus uh, was the son of a famous craftsman named uh, Daedalus. And Daedalus was uh, – he, he was the creator of the labyrinth in Greek mythology. It's like a huge maze, right? It's like it was located under the court of a king, uh, King Minos of Crete. And uh, in uh, this labyrinth, there was like this half-man, half bull creature. And in order for the secret of uh, the labyrinth to be kept – this king, uh, Minos, he had imprisoned Daedalus and Icarus in a tower above his palace. But the story goes that the father of Daedalus he managed to create two sets of wings, you know, one for himself and one for his son. He kind of made it with like he took feathers and glued them together with wax, and so he he taught his son Icarus how to fly, but he warned him, dude, you can't you can't get too high. If you go too close to the sun, it's gonna cause the wax to melt. So you, you can't go too high, you, you can't stay too low because of the seawater. Uh, but the story goes, we you know Icarus flew too high, right? That's the classic line. Icarus flew too high. That in his um, arrogance, in his um, you know self reliance, in his conceit of oh my gosh, I can fly, he got caught up in the momentum of this ability and he relied on himself and not in the wisdom of his father and so he flew way too high the mac the wax started to melt and he uh came down to his fall and so imagine just for a moment just visualize how horrifying and terrifying that would be i mean from another's perspective seeing someone literally at the highest point uh, and then suddenly free falling or imagine from the vantage point of flying so high yourself that at one moment you are just just in the sky, and you can feel the there, there's the adrenaline rush, and then the next moment you're plunging downwards, and how horrifying that must feel. But that's exactly what pride does. Pride blinds, and it leads to destruction every single time. Pride never ends well. You know we see this in today's passage, Proverbs sixteen eighteen. The Word of God reads in this way: Pride comes before destruction, and an arrogant spirit. Before a fall. Something I want you to notice about these verses is that the wisdom writer does not seem to be making a a suggestion. Like he's not shooting from the hip here, right? Trying to sound wise. He's not saying, I think, I think if you're prideful, there's a high likelihood that there's going to be destruction. Like he's not, that's not what he's speaking directly. It's as if he's giving like an equation for how things work in life, right? There's gravity uh, and there's also Destruction that follows pride. There is a matter of factness in the way that he puts these verses together. In other words, he's saying if you fly too high, if you don't listen, if you become self absorbed, if you put yourself front and center, eventually the wax of your life will melt off. No matter how high you fly, you will come down from the heights. Why? Why it's because pride blinds us remember how I talked about that at the beginning of the episode it blinds us and therefore we don't even realize that we're stepping into destruction before we do so Tim and Kathy Keller in their devotional they put it this way the practical reason is that pride makes it difficult to receive advice or criticism. You can't learn from your mistakes or admit your own weaknesses. Everything has to be blamed on other people. You have to maintain the image of yourself as a competent person, as someone who is better than other people. Pride distorts your view of reality, and therefore you're going to make terrible decisions. In other words, we don't wake up one morning and say, you know you know, I want to be really prideful and experience a fault. No one makes that decision. No, we step into pride. It blinds us. Our, our blinding is a byproduct of uh, the sin of pride and self-reliance and self-absorption. And therefore, out of our blindedness, the pride, the proud, we flap our wings higher and higher until we're way too close to the sun. I mean, we've witnessed this you know, kind of in the public sphere of celebrities and politicians and influencers have falls after reaching the heights. But while we may not reach the same heights, you know, just due to the limited influence, you don't have enough, you know, as many Instagram followers, but our faults can be just as real and just as devastating for us and for those around us. And that's why these words uh, in Proverbs sixteen eighteen. that's why this admonition, it is a gift to us. It's to sober us up. It's to prick us right into realization. This is a grace and this is a gift. So I want to invite you right now, wherever you may be listening, whatever time you may be listening to this, would you say a quick prayer to God that he would enable you to be a more humble person? Maybe you're listening and you've experienced some kind of fall in your life due to your pride. Would you run to him, bring all of your sin, bring all of your shame, bring all of the things that you've experienced, and would you ask him, God, Remind me of your grace. I want your grace to cover me. Here's the reality. All of humanity, every single one of us, we have flown too close to the sun. All of us have turned away in pride and self-reliance, and we have fallen directly into the water. But the amazing thing is that Jesus, the son of God, he left heaven and he came to earth. Yes, he took on humanity. He took on humility. He took on thinking of self less perfectly. And in so doing, he pulls you and I out of the miry pit of sin, shame, and death. He has done that for you. He has done that for me. And that gives us hope today. So as you make this prayer that God would enable you to be a more humble person, as you uh, bring your fall, whatever that might be to him, you need to know that that's the kind of Jesus that we can come to today. That yes, all of us have fallen because of our pride. And some of us, we have experienced different types of falls. But what's amazing is that Jesus catches us and he literally came to this world. He came into our world. He walked in our steps, in our shoes to be able to do so. That's the amount of grace that you have. So in confidence, in confidence, you can turn to him. Let's pray together. Oh God, help us. Would you help us to see the, a beautiful vision of humility that it leads us to flourishing and help us to capture in our hearts just the fearful reality of pride that it can blind us and lead us to a place where we do not want to be. But God, help us more than anything to see your incredible grace that you have given us the gospel. You've given us yourself and you love us And you are working in us and through us and for us. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariners Church by downloading the Mariners app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariners Church. Till next time, have a great day.